previously on Live at 605. Should we tell the people about when I fell in a bathtub? Oh, boy. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. Beautiful and productive. Productive as we get ready for another Snowmageddon day tomorrow. You know, it's supposed I think that's to be overhyped. Overhyped. It's supposed to be like 15 centimeters of snow and stuff. I think it's overhyped. This is season 17, episode 11, the penultimate, penultimate Ooh, episode. Good job. Which I will say, thank God. It would be nice <laughs> nice to get this season over and done with just because of how crazy busy it is with everything. Yeah. I love that our priority is not making dinner properly, but recording the podcast is like of the utmost importance. Well, before we start this, what what did we just have for dinner? Which is one of my favorite dinners, but I don't think I've French ever... toast. When was the last time I made you French toast for dinner? Uh I don't know actually. It's been a while. It's been a while. But you bought really good Texas toast, which nope. was I don't know. What did you buy? French brioche. Oh, I thought that was what was inside the Texas toast. <laughs> so we ate that, and now what are you currently doing with what? a scalpel on your hand? What are you? Pause. So what I was saying is, what are you currently doing? What's well, one of the five million things you're <laughs> yeah. doing, but currently Answering text messages, rescheduling meetings, and making our seating cards for our wedding. But you're not holding anything sharp and dangerous in your hands, are you? No, just an actual scalpel. Scalpel. What, have you been watching two? Please. Oh, my God. Right. You almost put that in my no, face. No, I didn't. This is going to be the first podcast where somebody loses an eye, I think. That you know of. But do you know, this isn't only episode 11 or the penultimate episode. Do you know what other thing is special about this episode? What? It's number 200. Whoa. It's crazy that the wedding episode wasn't 200. Um, it'll, the wedding actual episode will be episode 202 and it'll be the yeah. season 18 premiere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just kind of, I wish that episode 200 was last week because then it would have been on the six year anniversary. That's true. But, but it's pretty cool that we've done 200 episodes. 200 episodes. I just like it because it's like that's 200 bands of the week. Mm-hmm. That's 200 like funny sponsorships. That's mm-hmm. 200 plus crazy stories and stuff. Totally. So it's like. Um, do you, I can list them off if, if you need time to think, but do you have any like favorite podcast memories or episodes or things that we've done on the podcast? All Everything on the best of 605, which you can go look on my Instagram to see what the, what episodes there were. Like for instance, but I carry the milk. Right. It's still one of my favorites. Obviously like podcast proposal, the girl episode with Miranda, just like any party episode we've done. Um, but yeah, like all of the fun ones, like. Slash everything that's kind of been a surprise, like when we revealed that I was finally laid off, and then we did the top ten. I thought you were gonna say when I revealed that we were pregnant. I was like, uh, uh we ain't revealing shit. If anything, John. that's gonna be episode two thousand, and probably not even then. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like the reveal ones, like how you gave tips when you were laid off, and you actually help people. We know that's yeah. a fact. People said that they listened to that episode, and it helped them get through some tough times, which is cool. Oh. What about uh, you? Uh, definitely the engagement podcast was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. One of the early ones was when my dad came on. He told some really funny stories about mm-hmm. just growing up and stuff. And it's funny. We had a story about our old neighbors who didn't like us. And okay. then he called me. He's like, oh, it's, he's like, you got to take some stuff out. I don't think really? I should have. Yeah, which I won't reveal now. That's hilarious. And then I also liked all the funny episodes, like 
the one where I did a fake alien invasion. Yep. Which is called This Is The End. It's the season one finale. I highly recommend you guys listen to that. It's still mm-hmm. pretty funny. And um, I had a whole list here. Hold on as I go into them. Um, and then... Uh, any, oh, there's one I forgot that we did was... We, we did one for both of us, which was our top 25 songs on our iPods. Yeah. So I liked when we listed your top 25 most played songs, and we kind of <laughs> had stories behind them and stuff. Yeah, which is kind of funny, because it's basically the one of the things that we could have equally said as part of our wedding, mm-hmm. right? With the 25 boxes. Exactly. So, And I also like the ones, all the trips we've done. Like, we've recorded all, all over Europe, in Arizona, mm-hmm. Washington, Chicago maybe not chicago ottawa but we've recorded podcasts like all around the world which is mm-hmm. also pretty cool and it's also pretty cool that just people still download and listen all over the world absolutely so i thought that was cool um so yeah this one is going to just be a quick uh quick little podcast just because we're right in the middle of wedding surgery. shit wedding surgery, surgery. <laughs> so we're just going to make this a quick one just fill mm-hmm. you in guys on a couple funny stories and then we'll be back next week mm-hmm. But can I show you one thing first? Did you hear about the lady who threw a chair off of her balcony onto the gardener? No. So this is the all... The area of, in the gardener. Like Fort York. Oh, okay. So right beside us. Basically, this was Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone, some genius decided to be a funny story to post an Instagram post on the 30th floor of her balcony and throw a lawn chair off towards Did the gardener. Did she get arrested? No, because they're trying to figure out who she is. Yeah. Um... But, so you should research this later, but can I show you the video? Yeah. And I, I just want to see your reaction, so tell me when you're ready. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna... First of all, what kind of chair is it? doesn't matter. You're throwing anything off of the bat. It's like a folding chair. No, but that's what I mean. A folding chair carries wind, and it's lighter, right? So it would be more like, like it won't do ideally as much like windshield damage, but it would probably freak out somebody driving on the gardener at a high rate. Right. But like a leather, like reclining chair off oh, yeah. the balcony... Well, like, literally kill somebody. For sure. If you ready to see? Yeah. Oh, well, clearly Wait. this push and looks... So, 30 floors up. What a fucking moron! I'll put this on the Facebook page. Wow! Look at it. What That's... a fucking idiot. So, they, exactly. Like, it was all over Twitter and stuff today. They, As far as I know... How they are they not, like, identifying? Wouldn't somebody just be, like, in this building yeah. facing Fort York? Oops, sorry. Right? Yeah. This chick lives there on the 34th floor like i feel like that's like an easy thing to figure out 100 percent. so i thought that was crazy that was on sunday yeah saturday or sunday one of the many times we were driving around the city as well great so i'm gonna post that on the facebook page and then the other thing that was going around twitter today is you know how they're making like a live action aladdin movie yeah i saw will smith on buzzfeed did you see what he looks like as the genie yeah what's your take on this oh it's ridiculous he, I'll post this as well. He looks insane, he right? Looks so ridiculous. Like, can't they just? I don't know. If, if I saw this and I was like, I don't know what's more like insane: this weird Will Smith genie or the lady throwing the chair off the balcony. <laughs> but would you? I know you didn't like seeing live action Beauty and the Beast, but would you see live action Aladdin because it has Will Smith and you love Will Smith? Um, no, because I don't love Will Smith anymore. I feel like I used to. What's the last Will Smith movie we saw? Not movie, you just like Will Smith. Well, I like his music. Yeah. But no, I don't want to go see the Aladdin remake okay. or whatever. So do do you the... want to go see it? Of course I do. So I'll end up seeing it with the girls. Really? Yeah. The guy who plays Jafar is like so fucking hot. I've never even heard of this guy before. He's Canadian. Who is That's he? That's all you need to know. All right, mm-hmm. all right. 
Uh, I'm going to assume you have no sponsorship this week. What do you mean I have no sponsorship? Sponsorship, I, instead of the dress, I'm going back to my teeth. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so why don't, <clears throat> why, uh, yeah, why don't That'll you... That'll just be a story. Yeah, we, we'll just tell a story. So how, do we have a conclusion to Becker's bridal and those fuckers? Nope. So It's open-ended. It's open-ended, much like my dress. So I think, what you're going to call it? Uh, is that my sponsorship, or are we just jumping let's just, into now, it? No, let's just do no sponsor. Let's just tell these stories. So let's start with Becker's bridal and tell them. As of right now, it's technically over, but we're still waiting. No, it's for- not. It's not over till I get a refund. Okay, so what so happened with them? Basically, again, they promised me. For those of you guys who are, I'm putting Becker's bridal on blast for sure. Um, Becker's bridal was the store that is on the Danforth, and I purchased my wedding dress from there. And if you haven't been listening over the last three weeks, the saga of our wedding, which is now in two weeks, um, crazy, which is crazy. Uh, the restaurant that burned down, unfortunately, had some damage at Becker's, and my dress was one of the casualties in that fire. So now I'm trying to get my dress back, and it basically means that I'm trying to wait for an almost 3-plus-K refund to come through. But they're not, they're not like, giving me the runaround. They're just more unresponsive. And so right. this week... They're hoping you almost forget about it, it seems like. Well, and that's the thing that's pissing me off. It's like, I'm not going to forget about X amount yeah, of dollars. Yeah, for sure. So then, um, what's your call it? We ended up, like, emailing them. I ended up calling them. They said that they would send me a check in the mail, which I'm also like, mm, I don't know if I want a check in the mail. But then I was, I got upset again last week on Friday, and I was like, maybe you can help email me them back so you actually reached out to them on sunday for me and then as i was like driving around i think mm-hmm. on sunday uh the woman actually called me because i think you laid down the muscle yeah because she wasn't getting back to you i also don't like people especially in professional business when you put multiple people on email and they don't cc everyone back well that's because they know they're in trouble i know because you emailed her and she wrote back to you but she took me off the exactly. email and then i wrote back to her and she took you yep. off the email again so it's just kind of like it's like, do you not know how to write an email? No, or... you have the worst business sensibility. Exactly. So, anyways, checks in the mail, apparently. We'll let you know in the finale if you got yeah. your refund or not. But you had issues with, with teeth as well? So, I guess the other side of this is, and this is not putting anyone on blast, these are just facts. I've had a string of bad luck with... That's for sure. Um, ...our wedding. And they're almost like freak accidents where things happen. And so back on... They all... Yeah, they're all they're freak all, accidents. They're all freak accidents. And so I should have put the two full back in because I can't say F... <laughs> That's okay. ...syllables. Um, what you're going to call it. So then what had happened was on my bachelorette party, I accidentally got injured after like the worst day ever... And I ended up splitting my lip open and knocking my front teeth out. And so we've been in the process of trying to get that fixed. And so this is where I always say to you, it's like they lied to me, right? They said it would be fixed by December before Christmas. And it's clearly two weeks before the wedding and I'm exactly (laughs) in the same predicament. It's a process. It's a process. So basically because I had broken my teeth when I was younger right and had a fake tooth they basically had to remove all the old hardware and now like retrofit me with phase one to um, basically wait for phase two while my mouth was healing Mm. so now we're waiting for my mouth to heal uh two weeks ago i went to the periodontist and they were like okay your mouth is healed um 
we are gonna actually get moles made to do phase two Mm -hmm. i'm like okay great that was at the end of january Mm -hmm. so she says i'm gonna call the doctor and or the dentist yeah and tell them this is exactly what's happening because we know your wedding's coming up and you obviously want to be able to speak obviously and you, take, you pictures take pictures and eat. and eat and sing and like all these things right and so i was like okay that's great and so then she says she's doing that she might also be related to the doctor let's just <laughs> may say or that. may not be yes and so um they said they're gonna call and i'm like okay great she also tells me now she's going on vacation for the next 10 days so i have to wait till february fourth or something to go see have, like, them two main de- dentists who can do this shit who like the do they only have knows? anyways so then um neither here nor there so finally i'm like pretty excited because we're moving along and now it's like the beginning of february you know countdown is on i go to the dentist right and it's a it's a morning appointment before work or like during work essentially yeah and so i get there and the woman's like okay i'm ready for you, Val, and I go and see somebody who, a new hygienist who I've never seen before, she's like kind of reviewing my chart, and so she's like, oh, I'm the actual dentist who onboarded you here, and I'm like, like oh, years ago? years ago, and okay. I'm like, oh, okay, and she's like, oh my god, she's like, and she's like reading the file, and clearly like a lot of shit is happening, because I have like two appointments a week, Right. so then I'm waiting to be like, okay, let's do these molds, right, and so then she's like, okay, lie down, and I'm like, okay, and so I'm like, wait, why would I lie down? Because you know when you put goop in your mouth, if you lie down, you're going to choke yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. So then she's like, she's like, wait a second. And then she kind of like walks away. And she comes back like five minutes later. And then she's like, oh, she's like, so what are we doing today? And I'm like, what do you mean? What are we like? What did yeah. you know what we're doing she's today? She's like, you're here for a cleaning, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and I literally was like lying dumbfounded, down. Dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. Yeah. Super pissed off. And so, like, the one thing that irritated me, and it's not so much, like, it's just you were so optimistic when I left, right? And you're like, nothing bad's going to happen. No, that's not, yeah. what, that, that's not yeah. what I said. You said nothing bad no, will happen. No, what I said was, don't, no, this is what I'm going to continue to say. Nope. Is, you said it'll be great. I never said that, because trust me, I had a feeling it wasn't. No, what I said, what, what I'm trying to say as I stumble through See? my words now. what you're trying to say. Well, what I should have said and what I thought I said was yeah. that. Just whatever happens, happens. If they say your mouth hasn't healed, then it hasn't healed. Yeah, like that's. But, but my you said thing. it would be good. Yeah, because they're getting molds today. Yeah, because I thought I'm like, well, there shouldn't be much wrong with a mold. Like, they literally, just mold your mouth. So, needless to say, so I end up like I was like lying after horizo- much confusion. After much confusion, I'm lying horizontally, right on this fucking dentist chair, and then they're like, they say, oh, you know, are you here for cleaning? And I'm like literally so pissed off i like they're also wasting your time they're wasting my time i sit up in the chair i'm like i am not here for it's not easy to sit up on that chair no it's not like i don't have core abs and so (laughs) well you could if you kept doing this if they keep getting all your shit wrong um and so friggin i'm like i am not here for a cleaning i'm here to get molds done and the and i literally just say the story the periodontist i might say who is related yeah called two weeks ago to confirm that this was happening yeah and so the woman like leaves me comes back and then she's like okay the dentist doesn't have time to do that today so you know if he comes by you know you just have to sound really convincing that this is something that's going to happen and not waver i'm like i'm not wavering that's what i'm here for yeah and so i was just like really irritated because it made it seem like yeah where'd the tape go we have lost the maybe put the scalpel down 
Where did the look- tape go, John? We are looking for tape. Has it rolled off of the couch? This is very exciting podcasting. Hold on, I'll get down. On my knees. I'll get another one. Found it. Okay. We found the t- the gold tape. It Washi was tape. underneath the couch. And once this wedding's all said and done, we'll take pictures of all this Crap. shit. I might as well take a picture and just save it for the podcast for later. But mm-hmm. so, anyways, long story short, did you, you put this on Instagram? No, I don't. Have, I'm just gonna take a picture for later. Mm-hmm. Did you get a mold of your teeth made? No. And so what? Oh yes. <laughs> and so um, that was me being extra. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I ended up waiting for 45 minutes to see a dentist and then i was like well i'm not gonna try and convince somebody because the fact of the matter is this that's is why, why you're here that's like, why i'm here i'm not like lying yeah you're not trying something. to swindle them so i ended up seeing the dentist he like does his thing and then i end up having this like old scandinavian um hygienist yeah and so she was a little bit of a skis too and that set me off she like in 2019 obviously this like we live in canada but it is trump's america so casual racism still exists and so she basically made a comment about saying like oh are we getting she's like oh i hear you're getting married and then she's like do you know your husband and i'm like yeah super ignorant and then made a comment about how um have i actually physically seen you before right and so i'm like yeah this is not okay with me so overall that was a horrible experience and then the dentist said i had to go get a uh, specific color shading okay for my tooth and so i'm like uh okay and so then i had to go to the pro art veneer institute on the dance <laughs> sounds so professional it is so you know what's so funny much my whole life now has been based on tlc and w network shows why so because my new dress is from kleinfeld <laughs> it's basically say yes to the dress and that whole experience was say yes to the dress just expedited but my teeth at the Pro Art Veneer Institute is that show style by jury, I realized. Really? So that's where they get the teeth made. Oh, interesting. So is with, it the same people? Yeah, Dr. Afshad and Pissar or something. Well, did you see them there? No, but it's the place where they go and make all their laboratory teeth. Wow. That's a really awkward picture. That's a lot of diamond and diamond lawyers. And that- white people. That was an awkward Comments picture. and criticism can be made out to Val Gomez. No, I made a joke. So me, my friend Elliot, and Audrey and CJ were sitting at work together. CJ is black, Elliot's Korean, Audrey's white, and I'm clearly brown. And I just said we would be the best diversity poster for yeah. any company. It was so funny. Do you remember the episode of Scrubs where Turk Jerry is like... Tur- oh, no, there's that. But then Turk's like, you know, I've been getting all this weird treatment just because I'm black. He's like, look, they put me on the college brochure twice. (laughs) They photoshopped him in twice for diversity reasons. I really like watching Scrubs. I I wasn't sure if I was going to like rewatching Scrubs. It's so funny. But I quite enjoy it. But we can only watch it up to like season five because after that it gets kind of crap. Oh, it gets so bad. But, uh, okay, so let's, well, how about we fast forward from shit days mm-hmm. to a fun-filled Thursday where everything oh, was happening. Man. So do you want Thursday was so exciting. So it was Thursday, you had, this was all, what, Tuesday, all the shit stuff happened? Yeah, shit stuff was Tuesday. I think I went out Friday, or Wednesday, I can't remember what Probably. we did. Either that or we were just working on wedding yeah. stuff, one of the two things for sure. Mm-hmm. And then what was so exciting about Thursday, and you can tell it's a lot not everyone. Oh, not that boy. not that anyone who's coming to the weddings listening to this damn podcast. 
You know what we should do? We should invite all of our fans from no. Singapore. <laughs> My uncle uh, Peter said he's listening to the podcast. He can, well. And so he's like, I feel like I know more about your lives than your parents. <laughs> so that makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, um, what you're going to call it? Thursday was one of those days for the books, which will actually go down in history as, like, one of my top ten days of wow. the year, if not, like, of my life, right? Just because wow. it was combined with... If you were there, it would have probably been, like, top three moments. There would have been no room for me there. Yes, there would! You said so, you barely fit okay, everyone. Wait, you tell your story first and tell them how I wasn't invited. That awkward silence brought to you by lies. <laughs> never. It's like the same lies you told me when the dentist <laughs> trip would be. I, I never. <laughs> yes, you did. Do you did. think yes, after you all the issues you've yes, had you with did. the dentist, like, I was going to say, oh, yes, this is going to go great. Yes, <laughs> yes gonna, you did. <laughs> I distinctly remember saying whatever they say, if your mouth isn't. Anyways, <laughs> Thursday, I was up for not one, not two, but three awards through yeah. work. And it was super fun. Our work put on this. Uh, their very first like actual award show for employees yeah. countrywide and they held it at Steam Whistle Brewery and it was really fun like we all everyone from work came out dress up. dress up in a suit and everything so I put on a suit yeah you it had was basically like the golden gloves of your award, of your work for sure so that was fun and, and it was so much fun that I missed it even though I asked I, about not one not two not three but four times I definitely asked if you could come and significant yeah. others and they I'm not going to say what they said, but they politely <laughs> said, no, unfortunately not. And my comment, uh, they did a survey of all, like, you know, comments, concerns mm-hmm. of the night. And I said it was unbelievable. It was actually one of the best nights of my career that I would say yeah, I've ever had. Yeah, you've had such a golden year. But all I said as a suggestion is for people next year who are nominated, whoever's nominated should be allowed to bring plus one or significant yeah. other. Anyways. Oh, I forgot to ask, did DJ Mallon go? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, go to this awards show. It's a lot of fun. Everyone comes out. Everyone's dressed up, which is nice. Uh, I thought I was only up for one award, which we mentioned last week. It's the Right Brain Award, which is creative thinking outside the box. Uh-huh. And But it was really cool. So, what they did was, it was basically, you know, started at 5.30. They gave out the first award around 6.30. Uh-huh. Instead of giving out, like, all eight or nine awards right after the other. They would give out one award. Mm-hmm. Then you had ten minutes to mingle and drink and party and eat. And then they would give out the next oh, one. Oh, that's nice. So it's kind of like spread out nicely, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And they had like a countdown clock. So like the next award comes out in one minute. So I was... Well, was that a knock or was that... I'll tape fall again. Okay. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. So I was... My category was up second. And okay. what was awesome was they had a stage and then a huge monitor. So whenever they announced... They didn't just announce you as a nominee. They announced you and then gave like a little spiel about why you were nominated. Yeah, what'd they say about you? So basically, they were just saying that uh, over the past couple, you know, whatever it said, um, my work has been very creative. Whatever it was, basically, they said what a couple of my, a couple of my campaigns were very creative and helped boost uh, viewership when there was an issue. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But the best part was when they showed my picture, like, I got a really loud ovation and claps yeah. and cheering from my teammates and stuff. Totally. And so I had written a speech. I had worked on a speech for the last week and a half. And when the first person category I nominated, I was like, okay, the first person won. I was like, okay, I'm curious to see what their speech was. You know what their speech was? What? Handshakes and pictures. You should have just yelled something. <laughs> well, then I was like, well, should I go up? I'm like, well, I, fuck it. I'm going to go up and give a speech if I, yeah. get, if I win. So then they announced the four nominees, and guess what? What? Your boy lost. <laughs> so I did not get to give a speech. Yeah, but I think at the same time, I told you this. It's like, we spoke about, like, 
things like Atlanta, quote unquote, being like the best show on TV, yeah. and it not winning shit at like the Emmys or something. And right. then I told you like the only time I've ever been nominated for any awards was at uh, during my undergrad at Ryerson. I ended up getting nominated. The project I worked on was nominated for 13 Terra Awards, and we lost all of them. And the only thing I compare compared to it's we were the broke back mountain yeah. of that year. Well, this is the thing you almost awards see... don't make mean like I'm so proud of no, you, but recon- awards don't. It's recognition. Yeah. No, and I wasn't I wasn't upset at all. I was to be honest. I felt better about the reception I got when they announced my yeah. name. And the person who won, I didn't know him too well, but it was nice. Like as he walked by, I shook his hand and stuff. So that's a class act. Uh, I definitely worked on my loser face. Which, <laughs> but anyway, so that was super cool. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm just kind of glad it's over now that like I can just have fun and the yeah. pressure of like having to give a speech. Turns out I was nominated for another award, which was like a team award for nice. a big project I worked on. And guess what? What? Your boy lost that one as well. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm over for two tonight. Wait, which one was that award for? Um, that one was for, I forget, it was some kind of campaign or something like that. Okay. So, but then it turned out I was nominated for a third team award. <laughs> like whoring you out there, eh? <laughs> this one, the category was Brilliance Brilliant. by Design. Ooh. And guess what? What? Your boy finally won one. Ooh. And I didn't even know that I won until I saw my name on the screen. I was like, holy shit, I won. This is so cool. And everyone cheered. Like, yeah, go up, gotta go up. And I, I won with a bunch of awesome uh, co-workers who I don't know too well. Like, it was me and some design. <laughs> well, no, because they're, I, we all worked in different buildings. Yeah, but that's so good, though. That brings it all together. No, that's why. Like, it was, and I've gotten to know them a lot over the last few months, and they're all awesome to work exactly. with. So it was almost, I'd almost preferred the teamwork award because it just shows that I have great teamwork, I guess. You're very collaborative. Might be another. That's way a to good say way it. to say it. <laughs> As you, you might not be able to tell from this podcast, yeah. but so that was fun, and uh, it just overall was a super great night. Um, they put on a fantastic award show. I said it. Watch your scalpel. It was like a top scalpel, please. <laughs> scalpel, what? A scalpel, please. What did she say? Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Dr. Baby. Yeah. Are we ready, Dr. Baby? Yeah. Either way, and then my whole thing was, I didn't tell you if I won or, or lost, and when I came home, mm-hmm. I hid my award in my jacket. Yeah. So I wanted to Can't fool you. Me. You're like, did you win or whatever? I'm like, no, I lost, which was technically correct, and then I pulled no, it out. No, you totally won. But anyways, it was awesome, and I thank my company for putting on a fantastic night, and it was just like, everyone was a winner. My mm-hmm. boss won Coach of the Year, which was like the That's highlight awesome. of the night. And so that was my night, and you did something even probably bigger and better to be No, honest. I didn't. I oh. think this is... The news. Nope. I'm sorry. That doesn't even say Nanus anymore. It says Nanuns. I know. We thought I'm our like, friend's so did... nickname was Nanus, but now it's Nanuns. Nanuns, right? I'm so sad about this. I almost want to call him and be like, is this true? Nanus. Well, maybe that's a silent N at the end. Yeah. We, we do. We have called him Nanus. You're right. Pause the tank. <laughs> Yeah, you you tell everyone how do you put the elastics on? Can I see an example of the uh, elastics? Yeah, you put them in the middle. Okay, okay. Why don't you tell everyone about your Thursday? So my Thursday, like I said, was equally probably one of the happiest days of my life. If you were there and Benjamin and Savannah and Maddox were there, it probably would be the happiest day of my life just because it involved everything I love. Um, so... Obviously, we've been telling you that we've been, like, practicing with the band um, in the studio for some stuff happening at the wedding. And the February 7th, so the Thursday, 
was kind of like the penultimate rehearsal for the wedding. And so it was really exciting because I mentioned that um, we obviously have a quartet playing with us, um, but we hadn't really jammed all together yet. And my brothers haven't been down. And so this time around, you were the only one missing from this huge jam session. So John and I rented a really big studio at the rehearsal factory, which was super fun. And, oh, here. Uh, Actually, no. Um, We, yeah, we rented a table. Sorry, we rented, um, what you're going to call it, a giant studio. And basically, it was super awesome because... This was the first time we could actually hear the full sound for the three songs, one of which actually has organic strings in it. And so when the sound all came together, it was probably the most exciting thing that's happened since the last time we introduced one set of strings from Bijan Mm -hmm. in it. And so, like, so much so, Daniela stopped singing again. Nice. Um, And then, like, everybody was, like, focusing on somebody else playing so they were just so excited. That's awesome. But what I love also is, like, my brothers were really good. Chris and Brandon had, like, such great stage presence. And, like, they were riffing off each other, which was super fun. Yeah. Um, And so it was awesome. Like, everything about it just was super exciting. I felt like I had known the rest of the quartet for, like, years kind of thing. And so one of the songs that we're doing... You'll have to wait two weeks to hear what they are. Hmm. But one of the songs <clears throat> that we're, we're doing initially wasn't going to have the quartet and then as soon as we started playing without the quartet the quartet was like holy shit this brings me back to my youth and got so excited they just jumped in on the song which was super fun and so um yeah i think overall it was just like two hours straight of like pure musicianship which was awesome yeah um one i also love being a director for stuff like that like everybody was just kind of joking they're like oh you're such like an intense conductor and i'm like well you have to be right like you're just you're, you're trying to corral like 12 people 100%. to pay attention on, on top of instruments uh the other thing that was really good is brandon as like a music and like sound person he like we always have a challenge with the microphones and getting levels correct. Brandon made the levels so good. Danielle and Chris were like, we've never heard ourselves sound like this. That's cool. Before, which was like equally really great. Um, so I think overall it was like so much fun after we did the rehearsal and the quartet was packing up. We ended up just doing like a 10 minute medley to like the same four chords and we did like um, an Oasis song, into a U2 song, nice. into a Green Day song, into a song from Frozen, into, like, Journey, into... And it was, like, super funny. And then we did Under Pressure. Um, it was just, like, everything about it was so cool. And I think I was on such a high coming down from that. And then I had to come home and do work, which was, like, the only shitty thing. Because I wanted to be like, let's jam some more. Yeah, you wanted like, to keep the party going. Absolutely. And you know me. Like, especially because you were out, I would have been like, I'll rent the studio for another, like, Oh, hour. I know you for sure. Right? And then I was trying to see if, like, the guys still wanted to go out for drinks or something. Right. Um. So, yeah, I would have definitely kept the party going if I hadn't had to work. Um. But it was so much fun. And I think everybody is, like, so looking forward to performing. But the one thing I liked, um, even though I feel like I've told my parents um, that we're doing this, Benoit actually took some really great video in the studio from his perspective on drums, which faced outward so you could see everybody. Nice. And the one thing I really liked was that during that performance, um, he recorded three sets of the songs, 
and he sent them to me and so I actually showed my parents yesterday and I think they were really surprised one because me Brandon and Carl have never played together in about 15 years wow and we've also never played together in this rotation of music right um so that's really fun and I think my mom was just like our kids and in-laws are so talented (laughs) so she was just so like excited for that and then uh, she's just like, who's singing? He sounds so good. I'm like, well, your obviously, son. your son, you might be a bit biased. Yeah. But, um, so like that was really good. And then they really like Chris singing. So I think it'll just be like a fun thing. And, you know, yeah. So I was really excited. I came home and I played you the music. We also got to hear the songs that we're doing in the ceremony, That's, um, yeah, so which good. was like literally your own mini concert which i really really liked yeah you gotta um, keep that a secret though i didn't tell anybody i know and p.s i heard you telling people at the party on saturday what about the what's happening i didn't tell it uh, i think you, i heard you telling vivian and kara uh no i definitely didn't tell them what any of the quartet songs oh. i told i told no they asked us uh i told them you were performing yeah and they said what what are they performing? I said like um, like modern rock music. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, don't, I was going to say just like popular music. I t- <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to be like, were well, you doing this song and this song? <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know, like rock music. Yeah, something like that. So funny. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, we can end this thing, but I just want to get your thoughts. We didn't even do the weekend. Well, let's save that. For what? Next week, so we have more stuff to talk about. We do? Yeah, because then we can just get back to doing all this stuff. Oh, okay. I just want to get your thoughts on the Grammy Awards last night. Uh, then, I, got, I, didn't really, I read some articles about it. I didn't really like it. Well, they didn't have, first of all, they didn't have Kendrick. They, they didn't have well, like, anybody. Kendrick, Childish Gambino, Drake, oh. and Ariana Grande boycotted. technically boycotted it. Yeah. Drake was a surprise show up just to get his award, then he bounced. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Yeah, and then I, he got cut off stage by a commercial. Yeah, uh, Childish Gambino won, I think, Song of the Year and Rap Song of the Year, something like that. And then didn't you say Childish He's, Gambino was like the first black or rap person yeah, to well, win like a song? Yeah, it's the first rap song, first rapper I've ever, no, first song, rap song to win Best Song of the Year. Which is bananas to me. Like, I like This I Is America, but I'm like, clearly there's been other really amazing rap For songs. Sure. And apparently he's the first, like... Everyone who's ever won, like, a major big four award, like, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, has always been there to accept it. He's the first person not to be there to wow. accept it, like, since the 80s. I think it was Prince. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a little underwhelming. Uh, I also I'll, thought the production quality was horrible. Yeah, like, I thought, I, for whatever reason, my highlight was Cardi B. Maybe because we fast-forwarded a lot of it, but I thought yeah. she was pretty good. I thought Alicia Keys, she was fine. Like, she's obviously, I think they're just trying to show off how talented she is, but it's like, yeah, we know she's talented. Yeah. <laughs> we know she's got, like, an amazing voice and can play piano, like. Two pianos. Yeah. Right? So, I didn't even see, I, I think, who won the album of the year? Casey Musgraves, yeah, probably. Yeah, which I thought was weird as well. Well, didn't you remember, like, the one year, like, Herbie Hancock won, and he beat, like, <laughs> Outkast, and, like, all this... Who the fuck is Herbie Hancock? Herbie Hancock? He's, like, a jazz musician. Sure. That's why. This was, like, 2004, and, like, all these big, like, popular... Again, though, this is where I say awards mean nothing. Well, yeah, they don't mean shit. Yeah. Okay, well, that's our thought on the no, Grammys. No, no, no. So, I was gonna say, the thing that bothered me about the Grammys is the same thing that bothered me about, um what you even call it the super bowl even though we don't like football it's like it felt like here here are all the safe celebrities to make acts for these live events by nature of you don't want anything political or something crazy to happen so it's like trained people on stage so adam levine for the voice 
and Maroon 5 performing at the Super Bowl is not a political thing. Alicia Keys is like a credible musician, clearly is TV staged. She knows what's up, right? Yeah. I also think um, I was very happy with like, here's an appearance from Michelle Obama. But, like, I hate that song, Havana. Yeah. And it felt, that performance felt, like, ten years long to me. Everyone hated Post Malone and Chili Peppers. That was ridiculous. That sucked. Um, yeah, it was just... It was just... I think it was mediocre at best. Yeah. Um, oh, you gotta... What? Inside oh, stuff. Yeah. That's what Ferris will also do tomorrow. Yeah, quality control Quality check. control. So, that's right. Why don't we end this thing so we get back to work? We can talk about this past weekend next week. Okay. Just talk, We'll just keep it, like... All the wedding stuff prepped. And then my shading teeth and all this stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Wedding dress, yeah. All that fun stuff because we are busy as shit. So do you yeah. uh, do you have any band of the week you'd want to talk about? Or is I anyone... was just obsessed with Mac Miller that week. Do you want Mac Miller? Yeah. So what Mac Miller song would you like then? And my song. So what... How... Because it's funny, like I have he was a, nominated for an award. Yeah, and apparently Ariana Grande tweeted, "This is bullshit." When he lost to Cardi B, and then she had to delete her tweet. Oh, really? And then she's just then she had to write back, like, "I'm not shading Cardi B. She deserves it." But she's like, "She's awesome." But yeah. Mac Miller, does, yeah, which that I agree, is amazing. It's fucking awesome. So I always liked Mac Miller. Yeah. And then like he's one of those people where it's like every album got better and better yeah and it's just like every album just sounded so different so mm-hmm. musical like not just rap mm-hmm. and then i remember just like listening to a lot and i was like oh i think you would like it so i played it a few a few times and you definitely like certain songs but then all of a sudden like <laughs> last couple of weeks i feel like you got addicted like i did yeah i got like okay so i think like the album uh swimming, swimming. came out like earlier last year right uh yeah like last summer and so I remember you playing it for me and being like, oh, okay. But you told me, like, this year, yeah. like, that Kendrick's people produced the album. Uh, so there's this guy, Thundercat, who's produced yeah. a lot of stuff for Kendrick, like a lot of his Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. He produced with Mac Miller. So you put ladders on one of our pot, or one of our playlists. You also included it in our, like, wedding playlist. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is really good. But then all of a sudden, because, um... Sometimes when I'm on the subway, I just put songs on random. Sure. And it's like my whole iPhone, right? And so the song Small Worlds came on. Okay. And so what I love about Mac Miller's album is that the musicality of it is so insane. There's like orchestral stuff. There's like a jazz component. There's like a Motown component. Singing, rapping, Motown, yeah, yeah, everything. So I think it was like I couldn't believe that this is something that like one, I feel almost shitty because I'm like, oh, this person's dead now. We'll never get to see him. Yeah. Right? So that was shitty. But I became so obsessed with just listening to the rest of that album. It's definitely... And now I wish I put it as one of my top... I know, yeah. For 2018 because it probably would have been my favorite knowing that Over I can... Boy list- Genius? Oh, uh, probably not. Maybe number yeah. two then. But that Mac Miller album, Swimming, I yeah. can actually listen to the whole, whole album, album front sure. to back without skipping a song. 100%. Which is, like, very hard to come by in this day and age it's of, what did you call it? Pop, or popular music. <laughs> popular music? <laughs> yeah. So what song do you want to be the band? What song of his? World. So you want to listen to Small Worlds yeah. from Ladders by Mac Miller. Yeah. R.I.P. So all the ways to get in contact. Wait, the album's called Ladders or the album's called Swimming? Oops, what did I say? You said the album Ladders. So this is Small World from the album Ladders. No, Swimming. So this is Small World. This is Mac Miller's Small World from his album Swimming. Swimming. Let's give it a listen. Mm -hmm. 
All the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23 And don't forget to stream us on Spotify as well. Oh, yeah. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Sal. Be easy. Back to work. I hope I never keep you waiting. Yeah. I think I know it all, but I don't. Why you always at the mall when you're broke? Yeah. And I just wanna ball, maybe dunk, but I never been tall. Yeah, I might trip, I never fall, God knows I came close Don't try this I know I probably need to do better Fuck whoever, keep my shit together You never told me being rich was so lonely Nobody know me, oh well Hard to complain from this five-star hotel I'm always in a rush, I've been thinking too much But keep it on the hush, no one need to know just us That's really all it takes don't need nothing but today, 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 The world is so small till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't. I'm building up a wall till it break, till it break, till it break, till it break. She hate it when I call and it's late, and it's late, and it's late. I don't wanna keep you waiting. I wanna keep you waiting. I hope I never keep you waiting. I never keep you waiting. Control freak, it's cold in my veins I'm below freezing, snow season made me They know that I so need my space Don't wanna grow old, so I smoke just in case She say that I glow below the waist And the stroke is just so PGA All I got is a little bit of space and time Trying shapes and lines of a world we made Tomorrow may be right around the corner But I swear it's gonna be worth it if I make it there's somewhere above you keep reaching up That's really all it takes We don't need nothing but today The world is so small Till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't I'm building up a wall Till it break, till it break, till it break, till it break she hate it when I call And it's late, and it's late, and it's late I don't wanna keep you waiting I don't wanna keep you waiting I hope I never keep you waiting Yeah, nine times out of ten I get it wrong That's why I wrote this song Tell myself to hold on I can feel my fingers slipping in a motherfucking instant I'll be gone Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Staring at the wall in the wall full of posters Looking at my dreams, who I wanna be I guess you gotta see it to believe
Oh, I've been a fool, but it's cool. That's what human beings do. Keep your eyes to the sky, never glued to your shoes. Guess there was a time when my mind was consumed, but the sun coming out now, clouds start to move. Don't tell me nothing but the truth. I'm tired, I don't got a spare second. When I lose, when I lose, I don't keep count, nobody checking. John Mallon and Val Gomez.